Ave Maria Radio and Renewal Ministries presents Fire on the Earth, a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings, interviews, and testimonies. Welcome, friends. This is Peter Herbeck, your host. And all week long, friends, we've been talking about the teaching of Jesus and the apostles. And today we're going to talk from the catechism and wisdom of the church, understanding the role or the reality of the world's resistance to the gospel and to the church and to the kingdom, which gets expressed in persecution and trial and suffering for the people of God. And from the teaching of Jesus and the apostles that we've looked at this week, this is a normal part of the Christian life. Now, certain peoples and certain times in history who are living like we in the United States, we've been very, very blessed because for the most part, there has been in our public life either an acknowledgement of God and the things of God or a basic respect for it or a willingness, even if you didn't believe it, to allow people to understand that the majority of the people in the United States acknowledge these things and they were a part of our culture. But that's quickly going away. And we talk about that quite a bit on the program. If you haven't had a chance to tune into the program this week, you can go to our website at renewalministries.net. The programs are archived there. You can listen to them on the website or just download them and listen to them at your leisure. Best way to access all the programs is with the Renewal Ministries app or the Ave Maria app. You can listen to not only my program, Sister Ann Shields, Al Cresta, and just the wonderful things that Ave Maria Radio is putting out as well. It's such a joy to partner with them. But the focus this week has been, as I said, on persecution and trial. And in particular, what I wanted to point out is that Jesus makes a point of being very clear about the persecution the apostles are going to undergo. And that persecution accompanies the expansion of the kingdom because the kingdom of God is Jesus established a beachhead in a kingdom that resists him. And he's coming to save, to seek and save the lost. And there's there's a real battle that's going on in the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. And it breaks out sometimes into open kind of conflict between human beings and powers and kingdoms clashing against one another. And Jesus said, don't be surprised. St. Peter said, don't be surprised when that comes upon you, when you're falsely accused, when you're reviled, when you're persecuted seriously. Peter said, this is a test. You're a faithful witness. Have you died to yourself and are you so fully alive to Christ and understand your destiny and nothing can separate you from your destiny if you just stand and bear witness to Jesus? It's a test that purifies. And how it purifies is that we start to we detach in a healthy way from the idols that are in the world, from the things that we put first in our lives and the, and kind of the, you might say, the hooks that the world has in us in such a way we can't imagine living with joy and happiness and freedom in some way if we're not able to be fully celebrated by the world around us and fully engage it. That's an important thing to be detached from. That's why Jesus said, or the apostles teach, be in the world, but don't be of the world. Don't be of the values of the world that are inconsistent with the kingdom of God. So the life of the kingdom is sometimes people, we fall asleep at the wheel a little bit. We fall asleep to the reality of the profound opportunity we've been given 
to be united to Jesus and having our friendship with Christ and our loyalty to Jesus expressed in daily life. And we're, we're not falling asleep such that when a little bit of hard times come, we just, we want to run the other direction. We just want to protect everything that's ours. We don't want to risk anything. And that's an attachment to the world that we need to be separated from so that we can live in freedom and put first things first. Catechism talks about this as well in uh, paragraph uh, 2471. It says, Before Pilate, Christ proclaims that he, quote, has come into the world to bear witness to the truth. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And Jesus said this is his mission is to be a witness and to be a witness to the truth, not a truth, but the truth of God, the Father, the truth of the kingdom, the gospel. It goes on, it says, the Christian is not to be ashamed then of testifying to our Lord. It's quoting the apostle. In situations that require witness to the faith, the Christian must profess it without equivocation after the example of St. Paul before his judges. We must keep a clear conscience toward God and toward men. It's a big, it's a high call, friends. It's, it's not really on our radar when we're living in a comfortably sort of accepting culture. But when resistance starts to emerge, this is a big deal. Jesus is the faithful witness testifying to the truth. Jesus said, you're the way and the truth. You're the light now. You're the truth. Everybody who follows me now, go bear witness to the kingdom and to life and to die to yourself in such a way that you won't seek to preserve your life in a way that preserves the old man in you and you end up losing your life. Jesus said, let go of your life. Trust me. You're in my hands. You're in the kingdom. Nothing will separate you from my love. And love your neighbor and love demands bearing witness to the truth. That's a hard thing when you're living in the culture where our culture is now. The kind of, I mean, lying is so common. I remember, I think I mentioned in the program a while back, a prophetic guy, Bob Jones, years ago, I don't know, 20 years ago, something like that, talked about the times we're living in. Great storms, seven storms, he said, are going to start stirring in the culture globally. And one of the things he mentioned caught my caught my eye. You know, Scripture says, don't despise prophecy, but test everything and cling to what is good. Prophecy is imperfect. We see in a glass darkly. So everything has to be tested. But I found it interesting. I'd heard about it years ago. And then one of the things he said was, when that time comes, what will rise are new terrorists, he said. And the terrorists will be the, in the media because what they're going to do is they're going to terrify people day and night. And you think about what's happened over the last three years and how disconnected the whole news world, not the whole, but many, many, many in the news world are from being people who really want to communicate what is objectively true in what they're pursuing and what they're uncovering. Instead, there's just, there's tremendous amount of deception and lying and stirring up fear in people. That's a sign of the world. We shouldn't be surprised. Catechism goes on in in paragraph 2472. The duty of Christians to take part in the new life, in the life of the church impels them to act as witnesses to the gospel. The gospel is what? The good news about Jesus. His incarnation, his life, his teaching, his passion, his death and resurrection to glory in the right hand of the Father. 
It impels them to act as witnesses of the gospel and of the obligations that flow from it. This witness is a transmission of the faith in words and deeds. I wrote a booklet you can access at Renewal Ministries called St. Francis Used Words. I've talked about it so many times over the years that people say Francis said, evangelize and if if necessary, use words. And I just communicate very clearly in the booklet why, number one, he never said that, but that he was a man of proclaiming the word as well as living it. And the Catechism calls us out to it right here. Witness is an act of justice that establishes the truth and makes it known. To do justice is to give to our neighbor what belongs to our neighbor. To do justice, to love is to will the good of the neighbor. Speaking the truth in love is part of what it means to be a disciple. And to lie, we know, is a sin because we we refuse to give to our neighbor what they were made for. They were made for the truth, to live in the truth. That's why God gave us a mind. That's why God gave us a soul and spirit to be able to comprehend the truth and live in it. The paragraph goes on. It says, all Christians, by the example of their lives and the witness of their word, wherever they live, have an obligation to manifest the new man. I love that line. To manifest the new man. Who's the new man? It's Jesus, the head of the new, the new people of God, the new creation. And he's dwelling in us. And we're changing. We're becoming. We're living in the new man by his grace if we say yes to him. And when we fail, we have to acknowledge it. We have to say, look, I'm not living. I just, the other day, I went, you know, with a confession yesterday, I needed to go to confession because of just falling, just not living to the life that Jesus wants me to and missed opportunity or, or something going on there. So he says, manifest the new man, which they have put on in baptism and to reveal the power of the Holy Spirit by whom they were strengthened at confirmation. So wit- manifest the new man, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Reveal the power of the Spirit of God that's giving you courage and mercy and tenderness and a willingness to speak the truth about Jesus and not to be ashamed of him. Paragraph 2473. Martyrdom is the supreme witness given to the truth of the faith. It means bearing witness even unto death. The martyr bears witness to Christ who died and rose, to whom he is united by charity. He bears witness to the truth of the faith and of the Christian doctrine. He endures death through an act of fortitude, courage. Courage is the willingness to sustain a wound in defense of what's true, what's just, what's good. Quote, let me become the food of beasts, one of the fathers of the church said, through whom it will be given to me to reach God. Part of the apostolic mind and the renewed mind, friends, is the grace to see through the fear. Courage is not like a reality that has no fear. I mean, courage is saying yes to the truth and doing the will of God in the midst of a terrifying, terrifying, difficult moment. Despite what I feel, I'm going to do the truth. I'm going to witness to the truth. You notice how the Catechism and the Apostles both witness and speak about the centrality of witness, giving testimony. The martyr is the witness. Remember in the book of Revelation, the martyrs are those, there's incense going up and they're being honored in heaven. Remember Jesus said, you you go through this, you do this, great reward for you in heaven. You know, he teaches on the rewards. He wants us to think about the rewards that are coming. But also the problem of not responding 
We have to be able to see things, friends, as they are. Remember, the, the culture wants us to put us to sleep, wants to make us, you know, nonstop consumers of pleasure, of distraction. We have to be alert. We have to be awake. We have to make a break from the patterns of this world that lead us to, to lukewarmness, to compromise, and to stand up. And so in heaven it says they were, they're being honored. Why? Because they, they conquered the devil. How? Through the blood of the lamb and through the word of their testimony. Blood of the lamb. The, the blood of Jesus Christ applied to their life and baptism has brought them from death to life, set them free from the stain of original sin. The power of God given, purifying us and the Holy Spirit given to us. We're born again. We're a new creation. We're now walking with the capacity and the spirit to live a new way of life. So through the blood of the lamb, they conquered the hold of the devil on us. Sin has no hold on us anymore because of the death of Christ being applied to our life. And the word of their testimony. It went on to say they love not their lives even unto death. That's a big deal. It's a question. Are you going to love your life in such a way that you lose it or love your life in such a way that you gain eternal life? That's the question that's before us, friends. The centrality of witness is part of the Christian life. And that means to give courageous, faithful witness to the truth of the gospel, to the words and the works of Jesus in an unbelieving an increasingly hostile world. And we conquer them. Christian attitude toward history contains both the affirmation of creation and the readiness of blood testimony. That's Joseph Pieper. Friends, God bless you. Have a wonderful weekend. Let's pray for each other. Each program of Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck can be downloaded at AveMariaRadio.net and RenewalMinistries.net. Fire on the Earth is a production of Ave Maria Radio. Friends, I'd like to offer you my new booklet, Receiving Fire. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth. Would that it were already ablaze. That fire is the purifying love that burns in the heart of Jesus. A fire of grace for those who receive it, but a fire of judgment for those who refuse it. If you'd like a copy of this free booklet, call 1-800-282-4789 or contact us on the web at renewalministries.net slash FOE. That's renewalministries.net slash FOE.